Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka. This league and cut is underway and on fire. This should be a good one. Hey, everyone. We've got a special edition of This League Uncut for you today. Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein, joined by Knicks forward, Julius Randle. We talk about Randle's bid for a third all-star appearance as a Nick, the impact of the OG Ananobi trade in New York. We also, of course, talk about left-handedness, one of my favorite subjects. We caught up with Julius last Friday on the day after the Knicks loss in Dallas, his hometown, but he had rebounded sufficiently by that point. We might have even gotten a Tom Thibodeau impression out of Mr. Randall. Great visit with him here. Let's get right to it. Yes, indeed. Another special edition of This League Uncut featuring Mark Stein and myself, Chris Haynes. Uh, very special guest, very special guest. And first time he's coming on on this podcast and uh want to welcome him in new york Knicks star forward julius randall and uh, he's in line to make another all-star appearance this year this all-star game will be in indianapolis this year and uh the knicks having a tremendous season they made a big mid-season trade and um Look like they're about to pick up a little bit more steam but but julius man thank you man for coming on brother and I, I know you took a – it was a tough loss last night. So, um, how, how y'all holding up? <laughs> man, it's good. It's good, Chris. You know how the season go, man. It's 82 games. It's ups and downs. Yes, you know, you win games. You shouldn't lose some. You shouldn't. Uh, 
but you know, just gotta stay even. But we good. Yes, sir. Just I've always I, I want to get into some hoops chat. Um, definitely. Um, there was something I always wanted to ask you. I never got to ask you this. When people ask me who's one of the most underappreciated players in the game, I you first one comes to mind. The reason I say this is because I feel like your game. Your game gets criticized so much because you have a skill set that if you put your skill set on somebody else that's 6'9", but they might be 200 pounds, nobody will say anything. But the fact that you you can play inside, outside, and, you know, you're physically, you know, physically wise, you're probably more physical and imposing than most players we have in this league. I think that people think that you should just play that way all the time when you have an overall skill set. So when people are trying to critique your game, like, is that something you like, do you feel like you're unfairly criticized with just how, you know, how you do play the game? I mean, uh, I mean, criticism is just a part of, you know what I mean? I think for me, uh, I'm just under a different microscope being here playing uh for the uh for the Knicks, you know, being in New York, the microscope is just way different. You know what I mean? I've been uh with the Lakers, but that was like start of a rebuild and then New Orleans. Uh but you know the light here is just different. You know what I mean? So um I was just funny, I was talking to one of my teammates about this. Um he was like, bro, you can have a great game. You can have a bad game. He's like, you still going to get critiqued. Yeah. It don't matter. He said, you could go for 50 for 10 straight games and it won't even matter. You know what I mean? So, like, it's fine. Like, I think for me, I don't, I don't focus on it, man, uh, to be honest with you, Chris. Like, I always focus on the process, right? So, it's like, for me, that development is what I look at. You know, when I first got into the league, I couldn't shoot the basketball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was all bully ball, you know, everything in the paint and as the years have gone on i've developed that um you know so that was the critique it's funny that was the critique when i first got into the league is i couldn't shoot yeah you know what i mean it's now you shoot too many threes or whatever it is you know what i mean i think but at this point now in my career i'm just starting to find the balance of both yeah and i just think that's just that's why i say i always put you at the top when they talk about underappreciated because you have a well-rounded game like, who doesn't want to be somebody who could bring the ball up, initiate the offense, can shoot, can go down the post, can do it all. But it's like, if you look a certain way, they expect you to just play like that. You know what I mean? Like, play play the way you look. I guess that's what it is. Like, play. Exactly. It's like they criticize yeah. Braun for making the right play yeah, down the stretch. Yeah, for sure. Right? You know what I mean? I'm glad you brought that up because I'm actually curious about this. I've lived myself in Dallas for 25-ish years, and this is obviously where you're from and where you grew up and and started developing your game. Because I remember when Jalen Brunson first went from the Mavericks to the Knicks, a lot of people wondered, is he ready for the difference in spotlight? Because Dallas is supposedly a big place, but I got to say, I came here from L.A., and I, I don't know, I just feel like it's it's known as a big place, but it's a small place. It seems like in Dallas, when I go out, I run into people I know all the time. That never happened in L.A. You grew up in Dallas, you played at a major college program in Kentucky, but like playing for the Knicks in Madison Square Garden, how much brighter is the spotlight there really than other places on the map? It's a lot brighter, just based off of the simple fact that like our fans uh, live and die with every game. You know what I mean? Like... Every game is like a Super Bowl to them. Um, 
Like when I um, when I got to Kentucky, uh, one of the things Coach Cal said is every game you play here, you know, it's going to be like the Super Bowl for you. It's going to be like the Super Bowl for the other team. Um, you know what I mean? Just the competition level and what it brings out of you. Um, so it's like that too. You know, especially I remember being an opposing player going into the garden. And every time you step in the garden, you want to have a big night. <laughs> you're on the opposing team. You know what I mean? So it's like you got that aspect of it, but then you got the aspect of, like, the fans here are just so passionate and they care. And, um, you know, so they want to win every game. They're hungry. You know, they just got that hunger here. Um, and why? So it's um, – I mean, that's that's just really what come with it. But I think the longer that you're in it, the more you appreciate it. Can anything prepare you for that, or do you basically have to become a Nick – and learn how to play in that environment? I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, I had to learn it myself, you know, and I think based off of, like, who your person, like, what your personality is, I feel like it can bring the best out of you. I think for me, like, you know, Chris, you was talking about the criticism. I think that just brings the best out of me, you know. Uh, I've been in the garden and got booed. You know, and I've been in the garden and got MVP chance, you know. But for me, it's not about either one of those. Like, it, for me, that just reminds me to focus on the process, focus on the daily grind, what I'm putting into it every day even more, and, you know, letting the results speak for themselves. And your game has taken off since becoming a New York Knicks in that, in that spotlight, um, becoming an all-star there. And, you know, I know you want to add to that vote. What does it mean for you, Julius, to, again, I, I would probably say most people probably don't flourish once they get into the bright lights. Your game took off. You found yourself um, You found yourself there. What would it mean to, to you to get another all-star spot on your belt as a member of the New York Knicks? Uh, it's great. You know, for me, this is all – for when it comes to that, that's all about career and that's that's legacy. Um, but more importantly, just, uh, you know, when I had the opportunity uh, five summers ago to come to New York, um, this is everything that I said I wanted to do, you know, from an individual standpoint. Um, you know, I wanted to, you know, establish myself as, um, you know, one of the great Knicks. You know, I wanted to be a part of that tradition and that legacy and that culture. So, I feel like that just, you know, further establishes that, uh, which is great. Um, but ultimately, that's not what it's about for me. You know what I mean? It's, for me, that's, um, you know, a part of it. And all that comes because of success and, like, winning and stuff like that. Uh, but it's it's cool, man. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. My son, he probably enjoyed it more than me, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you can make I'm looking at you guys' as, you know, you guys' record, 22 and 16. I mean, you're a win. I mean, yeah, you're a win away from, you know, being as high as the fourth seed in the East. You, Jalen Brunson, are definitely taking this team to a, another level. And then you just picked up OG Ananobi from Toronto. And it seemed mm -hmm. like you guys have probably have another higher trajectory. But is there a reason? I think I think there's a bona fide case why the Knicks should have two All Stars. Is there a reason why that shouldn't be the case? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that should have been the case last year. Uh, to be honest, like, JB was hooping last year. And, you know, he had every right and reason to make the game. You know what I mean? So it definitely, like, I feel like it definitely should and could be the case. Uh, 
Um, you know what I mean? But for us, we just go out every night. I think even more this year than, than last year, even way more uh, this year than last year. Like, me and JB, like, we bring the best out of each other. You know, every night, you know, I, I know that I got somebody that, um, you know, wants to go out there and just destroy competition, just go out there and just dominate um, every night and try to help us get wins. Um, you know, that's the most important thing, you know, for us both being the leaders of the team. You know what I mean? So when you got somebody like that who energy-wise brings the best out of you, you know, you can't be slacking, can't can't be slacking on your shit. You got to be working, putting the time in. Um, we both, like, in a sense, are, like, paranoid. Like, we don't, you know, like to take time off. We can't, like, mentally, we can't take time off. So, you know, you got somebody like that in your corner. It's going to push you and bring the best out of you. And uh, I think that's why we had great team success, but also individual success. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Don't forget, though, Mr. Haynes. Now, this prop, this I, knew, I, know I gotta be going. honest. I know where you're this, going. This, this is this <laughs> I know is where you're this going. is nothing. This is nothing you can put on the mantle. This is nothing that's probably going to impress Julius's son. But both he and Jalen Brunson, of course, members going. of my annual All Lefty team that I put out <laughs> in every in every I knew August. Going there. There's only six only six players in the league make it, and they're both they were both on it last season. I would venture to say they will both be on it this August. And I'm actually glad that you set this up because this is my chance to actually apologize to Mr. Randall for one of my worst basketball fails. I used to live very close to Preston Wood Christian Academy where he played. <laughs> and because I get so wrapped up in my day job, I I didn't get out there to see him. You got a Green Hill hat on. I know. I'm, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. That's where my kids, my my oldest went is through there. He got done there, and my youngest is still there. That was a miss on my part that I didn't get to see you, and I felt doubly bad about it when I heard last night Brad Townsend from the Dallas Morning News. I heard you picked him out and said this guy interviewed me when I was ten, playing ten. for the Texas Titans. It was um, crazy. And you should have seen it, Chris, last night. I mean, he had 
a deep squad with him that almost took up the whole hallway after the game. There were a lot, <laughs> there were a lot of Julius Randle fans in the hallway after the game. What is that like to play in your hometown and – uh, I know Mavs fans don't like seeing you because you usually put up big numbers when you come home. But what is that like to play in front of your whole family and come home like that and kind of you're expected to deliver something big? Uh, I mean, it's just one of those things that never gets old. It's like, uh, like I said, it's another one of those things that just kind of brings the best out of me. Um, it's a level of comfort. You know, that's the same court that uh, I grew up. You know, talking about the Texas Titans, I used to grow up going to games. I was a Laker fan growing up, and I would go to all the Laker games when they played in Dallas, and that's the court that I grew up watching Kobe on. And I would watch him come in there and just put on a show every single time. And, um, you know, going to games, watching Dirk, you know, like it's almost like I grew up in that gym uh, in a sense. You know what I mean? I I grew up, I understand the drive, like everything, all the little details, the drive to the arena, the entrance, like where the player is going, all that different type of stuff. So it's like when I come there, it's like a level of uh, comfort and familiarness, like just it's uh, it's different, you know what I mean? So like I'm extremely comfortable when I go out there um, and then just to see my family uh, there, to have my son, Corsair, talking trash, uh, it's just like full circle for me, so. Uh, I love it. It's, it'll never get old. Stein, I thought you were going to – Stein is a left-hander. So any t- anytime we get a left-handed player on, like he – explain <laughs> explain your annual explain your annual left-hander. Yeah, so I love to champion the lefties because there are – every year there's about 50 in the NBA, between 45 and 50. A couple of years ago there were as many as 54. I think I count – it, it is over 50 this season, so I it's really exclusive. I only pick six. I do it like the all-star game, two in the backcourt, three in the front court, and then I pick a sixth man, and the sixth man has to be someone who has, he's a real sixth man, more more games coming off the bench than starts. And so, I mean, I, I mean, again, I don't think that, uh, I don't I don't think that Julius Randle, and I know Jalen Brunson is not staying up at night wondering if they're going to get on this list, but, you know, I like to, I like in every August is International Left-Handers Day. So on International Left-Handers Day, I like to shout out the top six lefties. But this year is different because this year you actually have five lefties who are all playing at an all-star level, which that is unusual. I mean, usually we're lucky to get one got? all-star. Yeah, I was about to ask I mean, that too. Who, who you got? Name them. Sabonis, the two okay. guys from the Knicks. Zion, James Harden, all and D Fox all play. So that's my problem. If I keep doing the team the same way, if I only have five guys, (laughs) I better be on that list. I don't want to hear no damn. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You you asked you asked the wrong question, Julius. Ask him were you on the list last year. He was. Oh, okay. I said he was. Yeah, he's, he's I think he's, oh, okay. I think he's been on it. I think he's been on. He's been on it for at least. He's been on. No, you've been on for at least the last two years, and and I, uh, I'd have to go back and look. Probably more than that. Just making sure. Just making sure. No, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. No, I talked. I talked about when um, you you brought up um, growing up around the game, and you know you, you mentioned Kobe Bryant, and I I don't, I don't have a Kobe question, but you know every well, I was not every most players. When they're coming up in the NBA, it's there, there's that vet that kind of teaches you about, you know, what it's like to be an NBA pro, what it's like to be professional, or uh, letting you know what happens 
outside this court, you know, what, what's the wrong, you know, stuff you could get into. Uh, who was that for you? Who was that guy that you would say, man, he, he put me on the right path. You want the good ones or the bad ones? Oh, uh, hold on, you, I, you know what? Since you offered it, give give me both, Jude. Give me both, man. It's all a learning uh, experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I, no, I had some great vets. I had some great vets. I remember um, one of the first one of the first vets that took me under his wing when I first got in was Ronnie Price. Ronnie Price, um, yes. And he was like, he told me, he was like, man. It was my first media day. He was like, enjoy this shit, bro, because you're going to look up and you're going to be in year 10 and it's going to go by fast. And like, I always remember that every year would pass by and I'd be like, man, this shit is going fast. It's going fast. And I look up now, I'm in year 10. Mm. You know what I mean? So like I had him, I had Wes Johnson. Um, obviously I had Cole. Um, who else I had growing up? I had um, Hefe. Hefe, uh, I had uh, the bad ones. We're going to talk about the bad ones. <laughs> well, Lou Will, he was a good one. He's Lou Will was one of my best. He was a great one. Great he one. was a great one. But then a great one on the court or off the court? Lou. Both, both. Okay, both. all right. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, I had dudes like Nick Young. I had dudes like Jordan Hill. Which them dudes, man, like, I love them to death. Yeah. they crazy as hell, <laughs> Crazy as hell, but, like, you know what I mean? Them the type of dudes you need because they, like, they keep everything light. Mm-hmm. They keep the energy great uh, in the locker room. They make you, like, they can see that you down, like, you in a bad stretch, mm-hmm. and they, you know, get you out of it. They make you not take this shit so serious all the time. So, you know, I, I've had – I've been blessed with great vets. You know, even still to this day, like, Taj Gibson – like I've been with Taj since I got to the Knicks, yeah. Knicks and technically, like I'm a vet now. Yeah, that's he's an OG. Like, but he an OG. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So it's like I still seek advice from him. You know what I mean? So it's it's uh, I've been blessed with great vets, great teammates. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
So the trade has obviously been great for you guys. Last night was the first loss. You won your first five games after acquiring OG Ananobi, but you guys have lost a couple offensive initiators. The ball is in your hands more now. How has the trade kind of forced you to adjust some things in your game? Um, I mean, it's really just opened things up, to be honest. You know, uh, it just made me a little bit more aggressive. Um, you know, um, as a scorer, but also a playmaker as well, you know, because the floor is so spread out and open. You got guys like Tay. You got guys now like OG um, and then Isaiah at the start, starting center. Like, he spreads the floor because he's just such a high IQ player and understands how to space, how to understands how to cut. Um, you got guys like Deuce, QG coming off the bench. So, you know, we got real knockdown shooters. Um, and for a guy like me that, um, like you said, Chris, I do a little bit of everything. But, you know, but to my core, you know, I'm aggressive. I attack the basket. Um, you know, I'm a downhill type player. Uh, so for me, you know, to have that space and then those players around, you know, um, it, it make the game easier for me for sure. Jules, can you give me your – Best um, Tom Thibodeau impression when he's going off on you guys in practice. I heard you say he cussed you guys out not too long ago. Yeah, he'd be like, man, what the fuck are we doing? What the, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> that's, that's it. And I'm like, oh, man, all right. He, he on one tonight. All right. Oh, man. man. Yeah, no, I was so lucky up. last yeah. night. I had, I had such a great seat to hear him <laughs> go off. Yeah. And when man, the crowd Tibbs. gets quiet, he is he is one of a kind. Yeah, man, I love Tibbs, man. I love Tibbs because he, yeah, he he ready to go. He he's he's turned up at all times. <laughs> well, Julius, I'm I'm going to um, let you go, Stein. Do you have one more before I let him go, Stein? Well, I just wanted to ask one last thing. You kind of mentioned it at the beginning. You talked about ups and downs or whatever, but a, a, a thing that people have been saying is that you seem to be as comfortable as you ever have in New York. How would you describe it in your words, year five as a Nick? Yeah, accurate. Uh, very accurate. Like I said, uh, you guys asked me earlier, uh, can you be prepared for that or you got to go through it? And I feel like for me, like I said, I had to go through it. You know, every year I just get more comfortable, uh, more comfortable. Um, it's almost like this city's kind of made me like, bulletproof in a sense mm. to where it's like I don't you know feel any type of criticism or whatever you know I'm just locked in you know so I would definitely say I'm I'm more comfortable than I ever have been um I even felt that like I think this summer um you know I lived in a city for the first time and I'm just like man this this feel like home you know what I mean so I definitely think I'm I'm more comfortable than I ever have been Sure. That's what's up. Well, Julius, I appreciate you, brother. Much um, success moving forward, man. I hope to see you and um, you and Jalen out there in Indianapolis. Yes, Will I see you at that three-point contest again? Nah, I'm going to let it run. <laughs> <laughs> you you wasn't that bad, Julius. You wasn't that bad, bro. <laughs> you didn't come in last. Nah, you didn't come in last. <laughs> You're right about that. You're right about that. That was the goal. That was the goal. I wasn't supposed to be there, Chris. Yeah, that was a last-minute entry, right? What? What? Hey, Julie, I appreciate you, brother. My success, man. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, Yeah, thanks for the time. Thanks, Emil. Nah, I appreciate y'all. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to this edition of This League Uncut. Rest assured, Chris and I already preparing for our next visit with you as we continue to talk 
NBA trade season. We've got to get right back into that because, of course, the NBA trade deadline dribbling ever closer falls this season on February 8th, just a few weeks away now. Please remember, if you haven't already, please follow the pod. Please rate and review the pod, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. 11 games on the Monday schedule on this Martin Luther King Jr. Day as the whole league comes together to honor the incredible and forever legacy of Dr. King. Back with you guys again soon. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.